Be prepared to experience a life-changing teaching designed to challenge you to discover your blessings in a world-fulfilled life. From the ministry of Reverend Isaac Abzalabaz Awuni from the International Central Gospel Church, Paradise Temple. And now, today's sermon. So we need to believe God and obey what? If God says, don't, don't, God say, do, do. If God say, go, go, God say, don't go, don't go. We don't have to allow our old life, our old nature to push us and to lead us into, into habits and to life that's at the end of the day. Amen. Oh, today is Good Friday. Pastor should have preached peace. It is finished. My poverty is finished. My sickness is finished. My problems is finished. Yes, he finished all, but he also finished the old life. He came that we may have life. Amen. And have it more abundantly. He talked about the life before he talked about the abundance life. If we don't get the life of Jesus, we can never get the abundance. Abundance in Christ is in the life of Christ. If we have Christ, then we can talk of what? The abundance of his life. Amen. So we must leave the old life. What is the limitations of the old life? The limitations of the old life because Jesus came to deal with all these limitations, who used to limit us. And ladies and gentlemen, as long as we remain in the old life, we are limited. We are limited. Amen. The scripture we read make us to understand that it is a life that is condemned. The old life is a condemned life. That is a life God has denied and punished. He said that once we were all condemned. Once we were all condemned. Thank God that you are no more condemned. And as long as we continue in the, living in the old, that is what makes God, this journey called Christianity, very dangerous and mysterious. Because we can be in this journey called Christianity and we are condemned. You can be coming to church. You can be paying all your offerings. But you are condemned. Hallelujah. Because you are following or you are worshipping and you are allowing the old life to lead you. When the Bible said that on that day, he would tell many that depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I didn't know you. Sometimes I read that scripture again. I said, how can somebody work in the name of Christ? Serve in the name of Christ. Be in the, everything in the name of Christ and say that you are workers of iniquity. And it's not talking about unbelievers. Because remember, judgment shall start in the house of God. So that the people that will stand and say that I did this, I did this, I did this in the name of Christ. We met a pastor this guy, this pastor friend, who is looking for deliverance because he has gone, he has gone to take Juju to do his church. And for whatever reason, he was listening to the radio to a pastor preaching, and it hits him. And now he's repented. So he wants to do away. And he's seeking for pastors to deliver him. Pastors to deliver a pastor. So we ask him, Why did you go? He said, 
I wanted to do more for God. What do you mean you want to do more for God? Say, I, 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 I want to gather more people for God. I want to win more people for God. If I see people walking about, I was, I was like, what can I do so that I will get more people for God? So I was like, so was the name of Jesus not enough? Say, so you know something? I, I had been in ministry for about 10 years. And for the 10 years, Pastor, I had just about 35, 40 people. 10 years. And people are perishing. People are dying. People shall go to hell. So I have to save the situation. So I was told that I can get powers to help me. It is not evil. It is not a bad thing. It is good. I'm not killing. I didn't kill anybody. I didn't do anything. It's just just get power so that at least I'll be doing signs and miracles and people will come. And when people come, then I preach them the gospel and they repent. And it has worked for me for more than 15 years. Now my church is But I realized that you can win all things, gain all the life, and lose your soul. You go to hell. So everything I was doing, then he was like, so what about the congregation? He said, when you go back, preach the Change your sermon. He said, how do I change your sermon? He said, preach in him crucified, in him resurrected, in him ascended, in him shall judge. Some shall go to heaven, some shall go to hell. We give you one year. If you still sit a full church, grace is on you. But if the church reduces, you are now doing the work. It was like in Tuomun Yinabeko. Amen. Condemn life. He's preaching. But if the truth has never gone to him, to know that, hey, here I am. In 2002, we met a senior most pastor. He's dead now. He was an old apostle. Old, very old apostle. He has preached all over the world. Very powerful, great man of God. We met him. He was on his way to die. He was dying. He was dying. So we visited him somewhere between Cape Coast and He lives around there and he was talking to us. He showed us his um, um, books. Show us his um, pictures. And those times, you know, it was video cassette. Show us some of the distance. This was a man who was gathering people for crusade. Big thousands of people. Auditorium was being filled the 80s thereabouts. 70s to 80s. Great man of God. And he was telling us the story. That he fasted. He wanted power to do the work of God. Because he, he knew that no people are perishing. He fasted for 40 days. He fasted for 100 days. The Jesus fasted for 40 days. The Messiah fasted for 40 days. Moses, almighty Moses, went to the mountain for 40 days. The great Daniel was 21 days. Elijah, that caught fire from heaven. 14 days. Elisha, that opened the Jordan. Seven days. 
they slept three days fasting with Jesus. They slept three days fasting, dry fast with Jesus. They slept. No servant can be greater than his master. Amen. He was fasting for 100 days. We're like, what do you want? What do you want? 100 days, who are you going to change? While Jesus was on the cross, and everybody saw that, no, this could be the son of God. Somebody still took spear and wanted to choke him. When there was every sign that this is the righteous soul dying, somebody sinned at his side. Somebody said, save me when you go to your kingdom. The whole sky, the whole earth was shaking. Somebody also looked at him and said, are you? While he was still dying, people were sinning. And now that he's dead and gone, over 2,000 years, you are fasting for 100 days times 100% plus 20. You are doing 100, 120% fasting of Jesus' own. He said on the last day, he found himself in the spiritual realm that he saw a great man wearing white sitting in a big throne. Then the man asked him, what do you want? He said, I want power. And the man put their hands on him and gave him something to eat. He said, I've given you power. He said, power. He was powerful. Not knowing it was the devil. And he has operated for 30 years. Seeing signs and wonders. One day, a small boy was going evangelism and come to his house. And the person said, miracles shall pass. Tongues shall pass. Money shall pass. But the word of God shall never pass. He said, then he struck him and said, what are you talking about? He said, miracles. He said, miracles? I do great miracles. He said, yes, it's in the Bible. The boy opened, he saw it. He said, then he started saying, ah, but what are that, what that I'm doing? If it's going to pass, then there's no need. If it's not taking me anywhere, then there's no need. Then I better find out. That was when he started to find out. Then he started talking to other pastors and started narrating his story. Then they told him that we think you miss it. You met the devil who appears like the sun. So he has to offer himself for deliverance. After the, the deliverance, even when he tells lizard, go, the lizard is coming. So where is the power? Where is everything? So that was when he realized that he was going to condemnation. Then he repents from that day. The shame, the disgrace. So he decided not to preach again. Stay home and do consultant course to young pastors and to young preachers before he died. So whenever you go to him, he tells you that this is the way of the gospel. Believe in Christ Jesus alone. Serve faithfully. Be committed to the callings of the Lord. That is it. Nothing else. 
You believe in Christ Jesus. You are fasting. You are doing everything. Believe in him. Serve faithfully. Wherever you are serving, serve faithfully. And then also what? Follow your calling. If God has not come in, he went. He would have been condemned. We have a lot of people in the church that if God does not come in, one day they shall be condemned. Hallelujah. Number two, it's a sin life. The old nature is a sin life. A sin life means the sin is settled in him. It is the reason of the old nature why we are still struggling with sin. A sin life simply means that unable to resist and refrain from sin. And everybody seated here know that sometimes it's not that you want to but you do. It is difficult because it is a sin life. Sin life. And you must know that I carry a nature, I carry a life in me that is sinful. And so because of that, you don't allow that sinful power to have dominion over your life. Because that life is filled with sin. Hallelujah. And Jesus came to do away that life. So that sin, he said that for now, sin has no power, dominion over our life. We should be able to what? Control ourselves. We should be able to drive our life. In fact, you should know that nothing should be a surprise. As James was said, that it is our desire when it is matured, it produces sin. So sometimes you should know your desires. So that you don't become, well, there's, there's something I, I have a big problem with. Big problem with. That people say that, I, 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 I didn't know or, or, or it was temptation. No. I believe in being faithful before God than saying it is temptation. Because there are certain temptations, fine. You don't know all of a sudden. You see, you have stopped this trotro. You have sat in the sun for five hours and you stop the trotro. And just as the trotro stop you are going somebody just came in entered and then as they entered to they push you then all of a sudden your heart turned to the next stage you pull the person and slap the person Pop! sorry sorry it's temptation that one day that one day i believe that whenever temptation arrests us it is a situation that calls for a, a spontaneous action which we commit before we think. That one, I, normally, I, I believe because it will be very painful to stand in, trot, in the sun for three hours, stop trotter, and somebody just intercept you and enter and push you. Me, myself, I'll push the person out again. But not when we have leave our house, walk, get, I mean, plan the thing, purpose the thing, then we finish and we say it's temptation. No, it is desired and matured. And for that one, we have to be frank and faithful with God. Because sin is part of the life what we hold. We carry it. It's part of it. It's in us. And dear ones, Sunday I'll talk about the new life. You see, the fact that we have been born anew and we have the new life does not mean that the old life has been taken away. It is our spirit which is regenerated. The, the, the spirit of God that was separated from us, that spirit has been what? Regenerated, has been alive. 
to control. But still, our spirit is still in contention with us. Amen. Amen. Oh, amen. Today is Good Friday. So I'm preaching you a good message. It is a dead life. The old life is a dead life. It is a life that is separated. If we say a spirit is dead or God said that if you eat of it, you shall die. What it simply means that there will be separation between you and me. So anybody who is working on the old nature is what? Separated from God. His spirit is no more in connection with God again. There is a breakup. There is a separation. God is here. That person is here. Amen. May you never walk in the old life. What happened is the breath of God that was effective for us to become a living soul. That breath has ceased to be active in us. When we are dead spiritually. That breath is ceased. But the Bible said that and he breathed upon us and we became a living soul. So when we walk at the fall of Adam, that effectiveness breath, that living breath of God just withdrew. So we were walking as a soul. When, uh, uh, in the old life, your soul and your body supersedes your spirit. Your soul is in control. And dear ones, the soul care less about God. A soul that is not generated or being driven by the spirit of God. Careless about God. It is always seeking for the interest that will satisfy it. Because your soul is the center of your emotions. Of your mind. And sometimes leave your mind to think for you. And don't control it. See the kind of things that we think. See the kind of things that we want. That is how a dead life is about. Everything outside God is what they want. Somebody can kill the neighbor and take their, this thing, their, their, their asset, take their property. It's a matter of what? The soul. The person is dead spiritually because they are still living in the old life. Amen. You need to carry on with a new life. 